This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How can we increase our capacity to engage children in spiritual conversations? Stay tuned to learn more about Lacey Finn Borgo's book, Spiritual Conversations with Children, and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Joshua chapter 22 through Joshua chapter 24, verse 28. Joshua sends home the eastern tribes. Then Joshua summoned the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half-tribe of Manasseh, and told them, You have carried out all the instructions of Moses, the Lord's servant. And you have obeyed all I have told you. You have not abandoned your fellow Israelites this entire time. Right up to this very day, you have completed the task given you by the Lord your God. Now the Lord your God has made your fellow Israelites secure, just as he promised them. So now you may turn around and go to your homes and your own land that Moses, the Lord's servant, assigned to you east of the Jordan. But carefully obey the commands and instructions Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you. Love the Lord your God. Follow all his instructions. Obey his commands. Be loyal to him and serve him with all your heart and being. Joshua rewarded them and sent them on their way. They returned to their homes. Now to one half tribe of Manasseh, Moses had assigned land and Bashan. And to the other half, Joshua had assigned land on the west side of the Jordan with their fellow Israelites. When Joshua sent them home, he rewarded them, saying, Take home great wealth, a lot of cattle, silver, gold, bronze, iron, and a lot of clothing. Divide up the goods captured from your enemies with your brothers. So the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh left the Israelites in Shiloh in the land of Canaan and headed home to their own land in Gilead, which they acquired by the Lord's command through Moses. Civil war is averted. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh came to Gileoth, near the Jordan, in the land of Canaan, and built there, near the Jordan, an impressive altar. The Israelites received this report. Look, 
The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar at the entrance to the land of Canaan, at Gilioth, near the Jordan on the Israelite side. When the Israelites heard this, the entire Israelite community assembled at Shiloh to launch an attack against them. The Israelites sent Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the priest, to the land of Gilead to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half-tribe of Manasseh. He was accompanied by ten leaders, one from each of the Israelite tribes, each one a family leader among the Israelite clans. They went to the land of Gilead to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, and said to them, The entire community of the Lord says, Why have you disobeyed the God of Israel by turning back today from following the Lord? You built an altar for yourselves and have rebelled today against the Lord. The sin we committed at Peor was bad enough. To this very day we have not purified ourselves. It even brought a plague on the community of the Lord. Now today you dare to turn back from following the Lord? You are rebelling today against the Lord. Tomorrow he may break out in anger against the entire community of Israel. But if your own land is impure, cross over to the Lord's own land, where the Lord himself lives and settle down among us. But don't rebel against the Lord or us by building for yourselves an altar other than the altar of the Lord our God. When Achan, son of Zerah, disobeyed the command about the city's riches, the entire Israelite community was judged, though only one man had sinned. He most certainly died for his sin. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh answered the leaders of the Israelite clans, El, God, the Lord, El, God, the Lord, He knows the truth. Israel must also know, if we have rebelled or disobeyed the Lord, don't spare us today. If we have built an altar for ourselves to turn back from following the Lord by making burnt sacrifices and grain offerings on it, or by offering tokens of peace on it, the Lord himself will punish us. We swear we have done this because we were worried that in the future, your descendants would say to our descendants, what relationship do you have with the Lord God of Israel? The Lord made the Jordan a boundary between us and you Reubenites and Gadites. You have no right to worship the Lord. In this way, your descendants might cause our descendants to stop obeying the Lord. So we decided to build this altar, not for burnt offerings and sacrifices, but as a reminder to us and you and our descendants who follow us that we will honor the Lord in his very presence with burnt offerings, sacrifices, and tokens of peace. Then in the future, your descendants will not be able to say to our descendants, you have no right to worship the Lord. We said, if in the future they say such a thing to us or to our descendants, we will reply. See the model of the Lord's altar that our ancestors made, not for burnt offerings or sacrifices, but as a reminder to us and you. Far be it from us to rebel against the Lord by turning back today from following after the Lord by building an altar for burnt offerings, sacrifices, and tokens of peace aside from the altar of the Lord our God located in front of his dwelling place. When Phinehas the priest and the community leaders and Israel's clan leaders who accompanied him heard the defense of the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the Manassites, they were satisfied. Phidias, son of Eleazar the priest, said to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the Manassites, 
Today we know that the Lord is among us, because you have not disobeyed the Lord in this. Now you have rescued the Israelites from the Lord's judgment. Phinehas, son of Eleazar the priest, and the leaders left the Reubenites and Gadites in the land of Gilead and reported back to the Israelites in the land of Canaan. The Israelites were satisfied with their report and gave thanks to God. They said nothing more about launching an attack to destroy the land in which the Reubenites and Gadites lived. The Reubenites and Gadites named the altar. Surely, it is a reminder to us that the Lord is God. Chapter 23 Joshua Challenges Israel to be Faithful A long time passed after the Lord had made Israel secure from all their enemies. And Joshua was very old. So Joshua summoned all Israel, including the elders, rulers, judges, and leaders, and told them, I am very old. You saw everything the Lord your God did to all these nations on your behalf. For the Lord your God fights for you. See, I have parceled out to your tribes these remaining nations, from the Jordan to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the nations I defeated. The Lord your God will drive them out from before you and remove them, so you can occupy their land as the Lord your God promised you. Be very strong. Carefully obey all that is written in the law, scroll of Moses, so you don't swerve from it to the right or the left, or associate with these nations that remain near you. You must not invoke or make solemn declarations by the names of their gods. You must not worship or bow down to them, but you must be loyal to the Lord your God, as you have been to this very day. The Lord drove out from before you great and mighty nations. No one has been able to resist you to this very day. One of you makes a thousand run away. For the Lord your God fights for you. As he promised you, he would. Watch yourselves carefully. Love the Lord your God. But if you ever turn away and make alliances with these nations that remain near you and intermarry with them and establish friendly relations with them, know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations from before you. They will trap and ensnare you. They will be a whip that tears your sides and thorns that blind your eyes until you disappear from this good land the Lord your God gave you. Look, today I'm about to die. You know with all your heart and being that not even one of all the faithful promises the Lord your God made to you is left unfulfilled. Everyone was realized. Not one promise is unfulfilled. But in the same way, every faithful promise the Lord your God made to you has been realized. It is just as certain that if you disobey, then the Lord will bring on you every judgment until he destroys you from this good land the Lord your God gave you. If you violate the covenantal laws of the Lord your God, which he commanded to you to keep and follow, worship, and bow down to other gods, then the Lord will be very angry with you and you will disappear quickly from the good land that he gave you. Chapter 24 Israel Renews Its Commitment to the Lord Joshua assembled all the Israelite tribes at Shechem. He summoned Israel's elders, rulers, judges, and leaders, and they appeared before God. Joshua told all the people, This is what the Lord God of Israel has said. In the distant past, your ancestors lived beyond the Euphrates River, including Tiroth, the father of Abraham, and Nahor. They worshipped other gods. But I took your father Abraham from beyond the Euphrates and brought him into the entire land of Canaan. I made his descendants numerous. I gave him Isaac, 
And to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau I assigned Mount Seir, while Jacob and his sons went down to Egypt. I sent Moses and Aaron, and I struck Egypt down when I intervened in their land. Then I brought you out. When I brought your fathers out of Egypt, you arrived at the sea. The Egyptians chased your fathers with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. Your fathers cried out for help to the Lord. He made the area between you and the Egyptians dark, and then he drowned them in the sea. You witnessed with your very own eyes what I did in Egypt. You lived in the wilderness for a long time. Then I brought you to the land of the Amorites, who lived east of the Jordan. They fought with you, but I handed them over to you. You conquered their land, and I destroyed them before you. Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, launched an attack against Israel. He summoned Balaam, son of Beor, to call down judgment on you. I refused to respond to Balaam. He kept prophesying good things about you, and I rescued you from his power. You crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The leaders of Jericho, as well as the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hittites, Girgashites, Hivites, and Jebusites fought with you, but I handed them over to you. I sent Terah ahead of you to drive out before you the two Amorite kings. I gave you the victory. It was not by your swords or bows. I gave you a land in which you had not worked hard. You took up residence in cities you did not build, and you are eating the produce of vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Now obey the Lord and worship him with integrity and loyalty. Put aside the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates and in Egypt and worship the Lord. If you have no desire to worship the Lord, then choose today whom you will worship, whether it be the gods whom your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But I and my family will worship the Lord. The people responded, Far be it from us to abandon the Lord so we can worship other gods. For the Lord our God took us and our fathers out of slavery in the land of Egypt and performed these awesome miracles before our eyes. He continually protected us as we traveled and when we passed through nations. The Lord drove out from before us all the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land. So we too will worship the Lord, for he is our God. Joshua warned the people, You will not keep worshiping the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God who will not forgive your rebellion or your sins. If you abandon the Lord and worship foreign gods, he will turn against you. He will bring disaster on you and destroy you, though he once treated you well. The people said to Joshua, No, we really will worship the Lord. Joshua said to the people, do you agree to be witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to worship the Lord? They replied, We are witnesses. Joshua said, Now put aside the foreign gods that are among you and submit to the Lord God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, We will worship the Lord our God and obey him. That day, Joshua drew up an agreement for the people, and he established rules and regulations for them in Shechem. Joshua wrote these words in the law scroll of God. He then took a large stone and set it up there under the oak tree near the Lord's sanctuary. Joshua said to all the people, Look, this stone will be a witness against us, for it has heard everything the Lord said to us.
it will be a witness against you if you deny your God. When Joshua dismissed the people, they went to their allotted portions of land. Testament reading, Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 35. Restoring Christian Relationships If your brother sins, go and show him his fault, when the two of you are alone. If he listens to you, you have regained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others with you, so that at the testimony of two or three witnesses, every matter may be established. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. If he refuses to listen to the church, treat him like a Gentile or a tax collector. I tell you the truth. Whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you release on earth will have been released in heaven. Again, I tell you the truth. If two of you on earth agree about whatever you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are assembled in my name, I am there among them. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother who sins against me? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times. I tell you, but 77 times. The parable of the unforgiving slave. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his slaves. As he began settling his accounts, a man who owed 10,000 talents was brought to him. Because he was not able to repay it, the Lord ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, children, and whatever he possessed, and repayment to be made. Then the slave threw himself to the ground before him, saying, Be patient with me, and I will repay you everything. The Lord had compassion on that slave and released him, and forgave him the debt. After he went out, that same slave found one of his fellow slaves, who owed him 100 silver coins. So he grabbed him by the throat and started to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe me. Then his fellow slave threw himself down and begged him, Be patient with me, and I will repay you. But he refused. Instead, he went out and threw him in prison until he repaid the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were very upset and went and told their lord everything that had taken place. Then his Lord called the first slave and said to him, Evil slave, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not have shown mercy to your fellow slave, just as I showed it to you? And in anger, his Lord turned him over to the prison guards to torture him until he repaid all he owed. So also my heavenly Father will do to you if each of you does not forgive your brother from your heart. 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Food sacrifice to idols. With regard to food sacrifice to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If someone thinks he knows something, he does not yet know to the degree that he needs to know. But if someone loves God, he is known by God. With regard then to eating food sacrifice to idols, We know that an idol in this world is nothing, and that there is no God but one. If after all there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and for whom we live, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, 
through whom are all things and through whom we live. But this knowledge is not shared by all, and some, by being accustomed to idols in former times, eat this food as an idol sacrifice, and their conscience, because it is weak, is defiled. Now food will not bring us close to God. We are no worse if we do not eat, and no better if we do. But be careful that this liberty of yours does not become a hindrance to the weak. For if someone weak sees you who possesses knowledge dining in an idol's temple, will not his conscience be strengthened to eat food offered to idols? So by your knowledge, the weak brother or sister for whom Christ died is destroyed. If you sin against your brothers or sisters in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. For this reason, if food causes my brother or sister to sin, I will never eat meat again so that I may not cause one of them to sin. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, we just thank you. We thank you, O Lord, for the forgiveness, the blood bought forgiveness that we have because of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we thank you that you are a gracious and forgiving God. We thank you, O Lord, that you have called us to be like you, for you are forgiving and we must be forgiving. As we reflect on the debts that we owe and that others owe to us, keep us mindful of this passage, O God. Keep us mindful of this passage. Help us to live as forgiving people. God, we thank you that being forgiven does not take away our calling and charge to do justice. That we do justice. We pursue what is right. We pursue repair and wholeness. But we are also called to live as forgiving people. And that when those before us are truly repentant and seek to make things right, We must not turn them away as if we are not people who have not been granted immeasurable grace from your hand. Let us never forget that. Let us never think too highly of ourselves where we have lost sight of all that we have been forgiven of. And God, we thank you, O Lord, for the ways in which you are sanctifying us and you are increasing our holy imagination. You are illuminating your word to us. But even that, O God, we pray that we never use that. We never use knowledge on the agenda of oppressing others or pushing them out. Oh God, you have told us that love is greater than the knowledge that we believe that we have and that we should not live in a way as Christians before those who are the weaker brother and sister that causes them to stumble. Grant us the humility to know that in some matters, we are the weaker brother and sister. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, O God, for your bountiful forgiveness. And we pray right now that we would be the kind of people that can cancel debts, reflecting on the debts that you have canceled that we owe you, O God. We pray, O Lord, that you would set us free to truly be loving, not puffed up with knowledge, but to live a life of forgiveness in gratitude for what you have done for us. It is in Christ's name that we pray and entrust ourselves. Amen and amen.
When children have a listening companion who hears, acknowledges, and encourages their early experiences with God, it creates a spiritual footprint that shapes their lives. Lacey Finn Borgo's book, Spiritual Conversations with Children draws on her own experience of practicing spiritual direction with children. She offers an overview of childhood spiritual formation and introduces key skills for engaging conversation from a Christ-centered perspective. In this book, you'll find ideas for engaging children with play, art, and movement, along with prayers to use together. Whether you are a parent or grandparent, pastor or spiritual director, you will find this to be a friendly guide into deeper ways of listening. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word, that's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Yeah.